Southeast Radio's morning mix. To be honest, um, look, bedbugs are in every single city. Um, they're in. They're found in every county in Ireland. Um, we've had, we have jobs in in every single county. So it's not like they don't exist. Um, but I think there has been a bit of a Ferrari um, because of let's say the Rugby World Cup and then the Olympics coming. Um, you know, there has been a bit of an attention put to Paris. So it's quite gone quite political. Yeah. As well, but there's no smoke without fire. There is, there, of course, there's bedbugs there. Mm. It has to be in, in a big, big built-up city. But what they are. Yeah. I suppose it really is. It's, they're small insects. They're disc, discoid in shape. They're sort of dorsoventrally flattened. They're like a coin, basically. Um, and they uh, five millimeters in size, and they they feed on your blood. Oh. And then they will um, move away from you. They feed. It takes about five to ten minutes for them to feed, um, and they'll sort of walk into a little crack in a crevice. Um, and then a female, she they, they, they'll pretty much digest that food for a period of time. A uh, female will produce, give or take, up to 500 young. She lays them in clusters of 10 to 20. Um, and then they hatch within 7 to 10 days. So you've got this ongoing thing, and they're all in these cracks and crevices. They could be in the headboard. They could be in your mattress seams, in the bed frame, in the basically anywhere that there is a, a crack or a crevice. They could even be in a phone we found them in. In the phone, in the past, yeah, yeah, in the phone, in the in the the plastic joints of the of a of a telephone that's next to your bed, let's say in a hotel, right? And and they feed on blood; they're blood suckers. They are, yes, they are. They people people say, "Oh, I got bitten." You technically you got pierced and sucked by them, um, over than bitten because they don't have any teeth as such. So they have like a little syringe or mouth part, and uh, they stick that into, um, and they inject uh, an anticoagulant. And uh, it stops the blood clotting, and then they suck away for about five, as I said, five to ten minutes. God, sounds horrible. Well, I suppose we, we our our grandparents and great grandparents knew about them. You know, they they absolutely knew how to look for them mm. um, back in the day. So, uh, yeah. but used to be an old saying, Colm, Good night, sleep tight. God yeah. bless, and don't let the bed bugs bite. Don't let the bed bugs bite. Yeah. yeah. That was very true, and they were very much uh, in the vernacular, and people knew about them, um, and knew the signs, and this is the key. It's, it's early warning um, solves the problem. If they, if they sort of fester and you, you, you don't know that you have them, and they can become quite problematic because they start to spread within the, within the building. So typically, they would, you'd find them in and around where the host is, in other words, you. Yeah. So they'd be in and around that, the top of the bed, um, and adjacent areas in yeah. cracks and crevices, but as as time goes on, they will. You'll find them in the curtain pelvis. You'll find them in. Yeah. In so, so you've areas. now told us what they are. You've told us what yeah. they do. What are the factors that contribute to the spread of them? Then is it a case of, com- uh, of uh, almost Beckham-like hygiene? I was watching the documentary the other day. I've never seen anything quite like him oh, for, for for cleaning and and tidying up and everything. That, yeah. <laughs> Do watch it. It's a very interesting documentary. Mm. But he—I've ha- never seen anything quite like ha- how his attention to detail is. That what we need to do? Do we need to to, to really do up the ante when it comes to hygiene or what? Uh, well, this is the, one of the things. The, the sort of um, people think it's it's down to hygiene. It's not down to hygiene. But um, but you're onto something when you say about the detail. It's looking looking regularly in those sort of areas where you, where they're going to harbour. 
um, where they're going to typically be. Look for the signs of them, where the telltale signs, and the, the, the obvious one is live or dead insects and knowing what they look like. Um, so it's really, if you, if you look at sort of, if, if you look at yeah. an apple pip, yeah. okay, and you had a series of apple pips, that's kind of what they look like. You know, when, when they're, you know, live and when they've had a blood feed. Um, and then when they, when they defecate, they leave these marks, these squeezy marks right. on, let's say, timber frames. And that kind of looks like coffee grounds that you sprinkle into, onto timber and it dries in. It's just sort of that mm. little spotted mm. um, uh, appearance. It's looking for those. Then you say, oh, yeah, I might have something here. And then yeah. it's about getting in somebody uh, who knows what they're, how to deal with it. Um, such as us or somebody else, yeah. and that they can um, okay. solve the problem for you. So what are the preventative measures then? Uh, obviously, if it becomes a huge infestation, you, you call a company like Rent-A-Kill, um, mm. but if you wanted to kind of do preventative measures, what are they? It's regular watching. It's, it's education. It's really, and that's what I mean by our grandparents knowing what to look for. It is very much educated. You can't, people are the factor here. Mm. So um, getting on a plane now is like, you know, getting a bus of, mm. of yesteryear. Mm. And so travel is so, so much more accessible. Um, so we go to places, Airbnbs, etc. There's more and more places that you can stay. Yeah. Um, and we bring, we bring them back. Right. We transport them. And, and, and it, I know you've mentioned that uh, you, you, when mm. you bring back the clothes that you've worn, you wash them apparently and dry them at very high temperatures. Can you explain why? Yeah. So 60 degrees, so if you, um, now I wouldn't be putting my silks in, not that I have many silks, but um, you could dry clean certain items that are maybe a bit sensitive to, to a boil wash. But 60 degrees will kill your nymphs, your eggs and your adults all in one go. So that's a good preventative measure, a good um, reactive measure. If you, if you suspect that you've stayed in a place um, abroad and you might have bed bugs, you can do that. Um, right. And then... You could steam, you could actually steam your luggage. Steam uh, the luggage? Steam, yeah. steam the luggage, so you can get a steamer. Now, we make sure you drive out afterwards, um, because you can get, if, if it's too damp, you can get mould growing um, on, the, on the luggage, but steam uh, slowly and steadily, uh, you will kill anything that's okay. harboring in that, those cracks and gravities. Any additional tips that you'd like to give us, Colin? Thank you for talking to us about this. Uh, people, be, before you, I, I round off by asking about the tips, are the bugs what we used to call fleas? Is there a link between the bugs and lice? There's two questions for you. No, no, no. lice is, louse is a, that's, um, that's a public health issue in sense that they would, they would be living on you. So um, what bed bug is, a, is a, an ectoparasite, so it basically it feeds on you and then moves off your body, where a louse would be associated with your body and adjacent to sheets and stuff. Hmm. So you could be onto your public health nurse or your doctor. All right. Or, so or the additional that. tips or best practices then? Final question. Yeah, uh, just, it is really, and to be honest, it's about awareness. Uh, making sure that when, I mean, what I do is when I'm traveling, and I travel quite a bit, I bring a torch and I strip the bed. And I look around that and look for those signs, look for the coffee grounds, look yeah. for the apple pits. Um, and then if I find them, I will alert the hotelier or the, the, the person and I get moved. Yeah. And I, I know lots of people, Colin, bring their own pillows. You, you see you strip the bed and everything. I know a lot of people bring their own pillows with them everywhere they go. Uh, but that might be um, a, a personal choice um, because they're, they're putting their head on something else. But, but in terms of 
I wouldn't. You wouldn't need to do that as a preventative measure. Yeah. Uh, it certainly would. Would absolutely one hundred percent make sure that they're not there. But typically, they're not going to be on the pillow. Um, they they'll be on the bed on the seams of the mattress and the button uh, in yeah. the the frame and the box of the of the bed itself. You're getting quite a lot of reaction. I have to leave it because I've uh, so many other items to get through between now and eleven. How l- how long can bed bugs live without feeding? And we've got some listeners saying they're yeah. actually scratching themselves listening to you at the moment. <laughs> uh, with the nymphs, the young would be um, just really a several weeks, um, but a, a female in particular could be. They have clocked them in for about a year. Oh my god! Um, yeah. So and yeah. that and that actually has a repercussion down because if you if you're a hotelier or if you're you're selling or buying old furniture and it was in to do with a bed, I would inspect it. Right. So if it's coming in, there's a tip and a bit of advice. Yeah. If you're on adverts or one of those equivalents and you're getting a, a bed frame, I would inspect it, make sure that there's no signs of, of previous activity. Um, All right. Thank you so much, Callum. Riveting discussion, rent a kill, comprehensive website, easy to access. Thank you for talking to us on this Monday morning, right? You're very welcome. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Southeast.